give you a countdown. All righty. Welcome back to Out of the Rough Golf, folks. We got a special one for you guys. Um, it's just me and the boy, Ryan. Uh, kid is uh, out with some work complications complications um but he is missed and uh maybe we'll get him on the back end after this pod but uh yeah it is monday of pga championship week um the last you heard from us was pre-masters so it's been quite a while um we can go a little bit into that i don't want to delve too deep into it but congrats to scotty scheffler um the chef made it happen um, I'm not going to go too deep into it. I'm sure anyone listening to this has probably had their fair share of master's pods and et cetera. But, uh, I know all of us here at out of the rough are stoked for the chef. Um, it was, uh, it's quite the streak he's on. Um, he's playing some incredible golf. Um, you know, three wins this year, I believe and one major, um, a major being one of those three wins, but, uh, yeah. Um, I'm pretty pumped about it. Uh, I don't know how Ryan sits. I think this is probably the most pro Scotty chef podcast there is. Um, I think we all love the chef and we're super pumped for the dude. And honestly, I think we can talk more about him as we, we go into this week. There's definitely the betting favorite right now, but yeah, we love to see the chef with the win of masters and uh, it would be nuts to see him go back to back with another major and, a lot of people think he's got a good chance. Definitely. But yeah, just wanted to give that little congrats out to chef since we didn't do a post masters podcast or anything like that. But of course the masters was awesome. Always a pleasure watching that tournament. One of my favorites, favorites of the year, if not my favorite, but uh, yeah, let's get right into it. Let's get into the PGA championship. It's being held at the uh, Southern Hills course outside of Tulsa in Oklahoma. Um, the last time it was played there, uh, the boy Tiger Woods took it home. I believe it was in 07, 07 if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Um, yeah. Looks like an absolute awesome course. Um, I wasn't watching golf back in 07, but uh, I've done a little bit of research and uh, watched some flyovers of the course. It looks absolutely sick. Um, I'm pretty pumped about it. What about you, Ryan? It's going to be an awesome course. I guess it's it's worth noting too that they've renovated it since 07 when Tiger mm-hmm. played there. So it'll look a little bit different, but yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, I'll be there this Sunday and I cannot wait to actually see the course in person. I think it looks really sick. I think it's going to be a really interesting test for these guys. I think it's different than some of the conventional tests that they have. It seems like you're going to be able to, if you can drive the ball along and hit greens, you're going to do really well here. But, uh, if you're missing greens, it sounds like it's going to be really punishing for those guys. So it'll be really interesting to see. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I know that they've definitely, they've extended some holes. Um, they, one of them you're driving over the green of the last hole you played, which is kind of wild. wild. Um, but yeah, everything I've seen from it, it looks just super green. Um, very tight fairways, like a lot, pretty tree line they have that cool little creek slash i don't know river running through the yeah, course yeah. the snaking through it um it just seems like there's some pretty cool holes out there lots of ele- elevation change um and it just seems pristine whenever I, when i was looking at stuff it just seemed like really green really mint condition um but yeah it seems like some good golf is to to be had out there this week for sure and i think it's really interesting it sounds like 
they've kind of embraced a different strategy than what we've seen in a lot of courses where they've shaved everything down around the greens, especially, but also near the, the creek that runs through the entire course. They slope everything towards that creek. And instead of having long rough that they usually use to make things penal, they shave it down and have the ball release, um, which I think. Is, and I think uh, that's what we've all been wanting to happen. Like we don't like the rough grown up around the greens. We want to see the balls roll out off the green and down hills around the green. Like we want the, these guys to be, you know, penalized for, you know, subpar shots into these greens. And I think that should work out great. You know, as long as they don't get a bunch of rain, which I don't think they will, I think they're, you know, from what I've heard, there's going to be a little bit of a front rolling in a little, a little bit of wind, a little cooler, which probably, you know, hopefully will work out in our benefit as far as viewers go, you know, colder might make it play a little longer and winds always add, you know, some complication to it. And yeah, it seems like it's going to be working out pretty well. For sure. It might not be as like firm as and fast as they'd like it to be since it hasn't just been baking 95 degrees. I think they had some rain last week. Um, so it might be a little softer than they want, but it is going to be kind of wild weather. Like so I think it's going to be 92 or something like that Thursday and then high fifties or 60 on Sunday. Uh, yeah. So a little bit of everything, which would be wild. Yeah. And, you know, um, just to go, we got a little bit of a, you know, little, you know, plan, a little some questions we're going to go over we we thought of beforehand but uh just going into it man you know the pga championship out of all the majors it's not really the one that stands out you know everyone thinks masters or the open and then of course you have the u.s open which is its own test they've kind of found their their little niche and the major championships the you know the hardest test and then there's just the pga championship and you know it's kind of the the outlier of all four of them um kind of the black sheep it's a little bit yeah forgotten. It doesn't, most of the, doesn't the majors have it ha, have an identity and the pga is kind of you know looking for its identity a little bit but what i you know, the question i want to raise is is the pga championship low-key coming into its own like last year kiwa all things aside with phil it was an a, a great great week great championship kiwa was an outstanding venue i think we were all really stoked on it and this year the pga championship at southern hills um seems to be cooking up something similar it seems like it's going to be something great it, it does and it seems like kind of obviously we'll see how this plays out with this course but it seems like they're kind of leaning into like this is an opportunity to play some really cool golf courses that they don't necessarily play on tour all the time. And I think that identity of like, let's get some really fun. I mean, I think Riv is another course that fits kind of the same dynamic of like interesting golf courses that play a little bit different. Um, so I think they are definitely branching in a direction that could be exciting and could actually have some, some brand recognition for the PGA. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, I'm just trying to look at future venues of the PGA Championship. Um, but, yeah, like next year they're going to uh, Oak Hill Country Club, at Rochester, New York, Valhalla after that in Kentucky, and then Quill Hollow, which Quill Hollow is kind of eh. Um, yeah. Valhalla I think is pretty cool. 
and I don't know about the Oak Hill course in New York, really but this Hill. year and last year seemed to, I, I think, seem to be panning out. Hope we can only hope for the best with the future venues, but uh, you know, hopefully they get the uh, just the court course uh maintenance right and kind of continue doing the shave down green around the greens and stuff like that but yeah i, I think it's panning out to be a a, a great major you know uh, the pga is kind of turning around i think morikawa winning at harding park kind of helped out with that too that venue wasn't necessarily like the greatest venue but it was a muni and the ocean was there and stuff like that and it being covid no no fans or anything like that kind of threw it for a loop but yeah, well, and they Harding had that. It was 16 where Morikawa drove the green. It had some exciting finishing holes, and Keo was the same way where you kind of had Phil and Brooks dueling it out coming in where it was an exciting closeout. Um, and I know this course, Southern Hills, is supposed to have the same kind of setup. Um, they say 18 is one of the more challenging finishing holes that we're going to see. Um, so it'd be really interesting if somebody's, you know, clinging to a, a one shot lead, you're not going to get a Scotty Scheffler situation where he, he can four putt. Um, Cause this is going to be a challenging finish, which will be fun to watch. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked for it. I think the PGA is kind of getting it, getting, getting it going. Like I've alluded to. Um, I hope they continue to do that. Um, I think we're definitely setting up for a good week, um, but it would be, you know, not in my best interest as a podcast ho podcast host not to talk about this a little bit um, we got the the guy phil fig jam um you know he's been in the headlines a lot lately but he he won the pga championship last year at kiwa i don't think anybody saw that coming um playing absolute utter shit golf last year but ended up scraping away with a major. He got a couple wins on the champions tour, but nothing, <laughs> nothing to really write home about, but won himself a major, put another one in his fucking satchel to keep, keep for him. And he has withdrawn. Um, well, first didn't, didn't play Augusta. Um, I mean, for those of you that I guess I should rewind a little bit. Those of you that are tuning in that don't really know what's going on. There is a separate golf league backed by the Saudi, the Saudis, Saudi Arabia, um, which has been a big talking point in recent golf, just universe um, for the past like 18 months or so. If you're not balls deep in golf, you probably don't know about it, but I, uh, I would imagine anyone who's listening to this does. So I'm not going to keep it vague, but uh, needless to say some, uh, Phil has been a little bit outspoken about this Saudi league with his, you know, you know, him being potentially a partner with them going to potentially pay play with them. And uh, it hasn't exactly rubbed the PGA tour the right way. So he hasn't really been playing on tour. Um, the public backlash from him, even being in talks with them has been something in its own. So, the first thing was that Augusta came around. He had been in the public headline for maybe a month prior. Um, everyone was like, "There, you know, is Phil going to play Augusta? He ended up not um, for really reasons that never really came out. Everyone kind of assumed it was because of the Saudi stuff. Um, he was arguably suspended. Uh, but which never came out. And I don't think Monaghan said he was. I don't think Augusta said he was uninvited or anything like that. I just think Phil kind of opted out. Yeah. Um, 
for probably, you know, media reasons, not wanting to have to have to address the media. Augusta is one of the tournaments during the year where they do a lot more press, you know, one with Augusta themselves and just golf media in general. Um, and then that leads us to this week. He hasn't played, he hasn't started a single golf tournament. Um, he's the defending champ of the PGA championship. They have a, a, you know, champions dinner that he would be hosting. Um, and he has withdrawn from the tournament. What, uh, what are your thoughts on it, Ryan? What are you, what are you, uh, thinking? Man, I have changed my mind on this like eight or nine times now. Um, so I was trying to remember when Phil won this last year, he had two drivers in the bag and he was in his hit bombs phase, correct? Like he, he was already almost completely off the tour into his swan song. I'm going to go play on the champions tour and win. And then he won this thing and it was like, Oh shit, Phil just won a major. What do we do now? Um, it would be really interesting. The, the reason I bring that up is how does all of this live golf stuff play out if he didn't win that fluky 54 year old major last year? Um, all that to say, I don't know that I care anymore about Phil. I, I'm kind of over it. He seems like he doesn't want to show up and say, hey, I did some stupid stuff. I, I shouldn't have said that. I wasn't thinking. Um, so I don't know what his plan is or where he's going, but it, this has all kind of been like, okay, this is an alternate tour event where we're looking at Phil Mickelson, Sergio Garcia, Lee Westwood, Kokrak. Like as of right now, I kind of am almost to the point where I'm like, all right, whatever. Y'all go do your thing. Let's see what happens. Um, but it was interesting this week that the PGA also denied everyone's request to go play in it. Um, so it is going to be a bigger deal than I think I'm making it out to be. Um, yeah. So I, I, uh, I don't really know if it's going to make a big difference with the weekend week out with the PGA tour. I think the prevalent names have kind of uh, made their stance on it. And the people that were kind of bigger names that were potentially, you know, talking to the Saudis or live golf or whatever you want to say, kind of, uh, backpedaled a little bit and will or not will but phil kind of took the uh kind of took the shot to the chest for all of them and uh it, it, he's kind of the one that's really in limbo right now um but it, if i had to put my money on it it seems like if he wasn't you know going to go to the live golf or entertain that further you think he would be trying to you know work his way back onto the tour in some facet and you think yeah. this, you would think this week would be a great week to do that. And it seems like he obviously is not playing. Um, and I don't know if that's just his golf game isn't where he thinks it is. It's a pretty demanding course off the tee from what I understand. And uh, that's not exactly Phil's forte. Um, but he, he's also a guy that I know enjoys just the golf, you know, nuances and history like going to do the champions dinner and being yeah. a major champion and hosting that dinner and stuff like that i can't imagine that's something he really wanted to miss right um so it it, it is kind of wild that he's not going to play um there's nothing stopping him except for the saudi stuff 
and having to address the media in which he could probably deny addressing the media unless there's some obligations as the, the, the returning champion to have to talk to them, which could very well be the case. I don't know. But, he could uh, have to go out, but he, he could very, very easily uh, kind of give the no answer answer to all those questions. Hey guys, I'm just here to, to represent myself as a defending champion I don't want to get into politics. I'm happy to be here at Southern Hills. I'm really excited about the golf tournament. And sure, people might push back a little bit, but I, I think that he could, if he really wanted to be here, he could have been here. Um, you made an interesting point about his, his golf game. I feel like that's there's two scenarios. And one is that, A, he's been away from golf, and the last thing he wants to do right now is come out here and shoot 78, 79 and miss the cut and be the center of attention for all of that. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's kind of like his, his riding off into the sunset moment. Like it kind of came a little bit too late, but like I want a major at 51 or 52, whatever it was. Yeah. And he, you know, he did that and he's now he's going to go on his way and do some extracurriculars and try to stack a bunch of paper whether that's from the right places that's uh, up in the air to a lot of people, but uh, it, it, it is interesting. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this rides out. Just like you brought up earlier, how they didn't allow the uh, exemptions to go through to play the uh, tournament over in Europe. Um, so we'll see, we'll see who, uh, who uh, actually ends up pulling the trigger and going and doing that. Um, it, you know, one of the things that'll be interesting is uh, players that do do that. If, uh, you know, they go play one or two events over there and then they want to try to get back on the PGA tour, how, how would the PGA tour, you know, then take that if it's a, you know, a pretty big name, I, I, I don't know if it, if it is Kokrak or if it is Lee Westwood or something like right. that, like Westwood was a former number one held number one in the world for a long time. Um, you know, has, has his place in the game. Um, so it, it'll be interesting nonetheless, yeah. but. It, it yeah. sounds like from what I've heard, and I'm certainly not super plugged in, it sounds to me like the next step in this is it goes to the courtroom. Um, Cause there are examples of uh, the tour letting players go play elsewhere uh, with stipulations. Like sure. You can go play in some of the Saudi events that they've had in the past, but the next five years after that, you're playing in the RBC Canada or whatever it is. Well, the whole the whole like Greg Norman argument is like they're independent tr contractors. They can go play wherever they want. You don't have like a stranglehold on them, and which is true. They can go play wherever they want. But what Monaghan and the PGA Tour is saying, it's like, yeah, you can go play wherever you want. I can't stop you. But if you do go play for Live Golf, you don't have a guaranteed spot back on this tour if you come and ask or want you know, permission to come play our events. And that's kind of like what it boils down to. It's like, Hey, you know, we're employing you right now as a PGA tour pro. And if you go compete on this, you know, competitors tour, you know, we have the right to not let you back on our tour, which seems fair. I don't, I don't see anything like at foul play with that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think legally that, It'll it'll be interesting. It, it, you don't you never know with courtrooms these days how everything's going to play out. But I don't I don't see I don't think the PGA Tour is out of their realm of being like, hey, we don't want to employ this guy anymore. 
Yeah, it's kind of exactly like you said. We can't stop you from going there, but that doesn't mean we have to welcome you back. It's, and they're not stopping. They're just saying like, hey, you don't have a place to come back to. Exactly. It's, it's like, hey, we're not telling you that you can't. But what we are telling you is that, hey, once you leave this house that you're in, the door's locking behind you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, yeah, sure. If you want to be on your own, you're on your own. But don't come begging when you're out there hungry and tired and all that. And it's I think if I think if the right person did it, like, you know, that has enough fucking clout, you know, someone like uh, JT or a Spieth or a Tiger or someone like that went and yeah. did it and wanted to play a couple events they could probably come back home and knock on the door and they probably open it up and be like, Hey, yeah, let's come and have some coffee and talk this over type of situation. But if a guy like fucking Coke rack, who knows that door, he might ring the doorbell (laughs) and no one comes to the door, you know, kind of a good riddance. Yeah. It's, it depends on who's coming back to the door. You're exactly right. Cause yeah. If if a JT or a tiger does and says, Hey, look, I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking I shouldn't have left. Yeah. Or even, even a Morikawa. Like he's a, yeah. young, a young guy, two majors, like he's already yeah. got a big, a big name in the game. Like if he's trying to go grab a quick bag overseas real quick, I think they would entertain that more than they would someone else. But no question. it's, a, it's a very interesting thing. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not excited. Might not be the right word, but I, 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 I'm excited to see how it plays out just for my own interest. Yeah, I think I think competition's good in any facet, whether, you know, I agree with the funding of an alternate tour. I think hopefully if they do it semi decently, it would hopefully make the PGA Tour get better in their product or whatever it may be. Um, But yeah, I I think if the PGA Tour did it right, they would just say, yeah, fuck it. If you want to go like we we have the history, we have the lineage, like we, if you want to make a name for yourself in this game, you got to be playing on the PGA tour. Like we stand on our own. Like I think the right move would have been like, yeah, if you want to go play over there, go play over there or go play that league. But like, you're not, you're not doing anything, any favors for yourself. Like it's backed by the Saudis. No one, you, you can see by social media and the golf media that, you know, no one thinks highly of people that are doing that. So you're kind of, you know, digging your own grave in that regard. So if you think it's worth yeah. it, go do it. I think that most people would stay. Obviously that's what they're doing. And you don't, you don't, you don't build a name or a reputation or a career and uh, you know, a name for yourself in the sport, not being on the PGA tour and not winning majors. So. Yeah. Well, and I think that's why someone like Phil Mickelson is a perfect candidate. Like, look, he's, he's had his wins. He's established his legacy as far as winning majors and being one of the best players ever. Um, so he doesn't have to worry about some of those things the way that a JT or a Rory or someone does, because he's already done all that. So it makes sense that he was a candidate for them. And- it makes sense. But is that enough? I just don't think Phil Mickelson by himself is enough. And I'm sorry to Lee Westwood and Coke rack and Kevin Naw and people like that, but like you don't bring enough to the table. Like, yeah, you're probably going to get some people to tune in however it's happening, whether it's streaming online or I don't know if it's going to be televised in any facet. But like, I, of course, yeah. there's going to be some hardos that tune in just to see the spectacle of it and see what it's like. But like, is it sustainable? Who fucking knows? Like not not without big names. Like, yeah, I don't care what I don't care what the format is. Some shitty team thing like I'm a big advocate of team, but like 
drafting each week, random teams. Like that's not what I, I, I would have signed up for. So, uh, I like yeah. more of a long-term, like, you know, seasonal team type of thing. But, 100%. Um, we'll see, you know, I, I, I think yeah. we spent enough time on that. Uh, I think it's, I think it's a bit of a shame that Phil isn't going to be there this week. I would have liked to have seen him there that this week, especially just for what everything he's done for the game, whether you like him or you hate him. Um, he's brought a lot of people into the game and a lot of people really love Phil, especially casual fans. Like they know Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. Um, he's always been good to fans. The whole thumbs up thing. Um, yeah. You know, there's the potential, like, uh, does he have a, a, uh, you know, a gambling issue? Um, I'm sorry. I just got kind of, you're good caught yeah. off guard yeah. with the uh we got 10 minutes left thing so it seems like i might have to uh get us an upgrade here but uh let's yeah. see so you're you're right phil will definitely be missed he's an icon in the sport and you know a year ago we were saying how much fun is it going to be to have phil hosting as a defending defending major champion and instead we've got all this drama and controversy um but that kind of, you know, it is what it is. We'll see where, where Phil goes. It could be anything moving forward. Um, so we'll just see what happens with him. There's a lot of guys, though, that are in the field this week that we can talk about. And I think it would be kind of interesting to see who's going to be a winner here. Um, so once you get set up, we can talk about this course seems like everyone's talking that it's going to be one of those big names. It, it doesn't feel like we're going to have a, a random guy come in and, and blow the doors off. So it'll be fun to think about. I always like to look at this from a, a betting standpoint and where I can find value versus an actual who's going to win. Cause I think our winner could be one of those favorites, the Scotty chef, the JT's, uh, Cam Smith's of the world, but we'll see where we go. Yeah, I, uh, I'm sorry here. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> I know you're. Sp- I was like, how long can I spitball and keep going? So we're gonna get a uh, get some bonus recording time in here, and we'll. Yeah, we'll I'm like logged in trying to figure this out. I'll cut this shit. I'll cut this out, but I'm trying to. Like I logged in, they fucked us, man. They, they didn't. It's weird that it's like hardcore. Because usually you get the notifications. Like, hey, listen, guys, I'm just looking to upgrade this shit real quick for you, for me. (laughs) (laughs) Just let me press a button. Yeah, it's not making it that easy. That's so weird. It's one of those. Ah, here we go. Upgrade to get more features. Upgrade account. Need more than 40 minutes. Boom. Nothing like silent air. Right? Just let it go. Well, when you said you're cutting it, I was like, all right, I'm going to not try and riff 
for a yeah i mean i don't hopefully i'll be able to cut it i think i will be able to i've got the technology but people might be listening to us bs right here get here and do our thing well honestly we've probably put out worse content than the two definitely (laughs) figure it out so it will be what it will be thing is i also thank god that's close (laughs) why did it not let us oh hmm we had a real good thing going ryan this is what happens when i move out of town and can't make it easy I could be sitting right next to you right now. Yeah, it would have been easy, but you know, you're doing your thing, man, and I'm happy to see it. Hey, man, it's cool up here. I'm having a good time. Yeah, I mean, what what we can talk about a little bit while I'm doing this is the Ranger Cup, which is coming to your 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 part of the part of the woods, part of the state. Ranger Cup is coming to my hood. That's true, and I have played both the courses that we're playing. And I think y'all are you're gonna have a lot of fun with them. Um, I think they're fair tests. I think um, they're they're very similar to some of the tracks that we've played in the past um, to where it's not going to blow anybody's mind, but we're going to have the boys out there. Everything's in good shape right now up here with the weather, the way it's been. Everything's really green. Greens are rolling nice. Um, And I'm excited to have a first new venue for uh, for the old Ranger Cup. It'll it'll be fun to mix things up and and have all the boys up in town. Yeah, and just changing it up from Austin going up to Dallas will be cool. You know, I'm excited to get on the road and play some new courses because you know the same same courses all the time can get monotonous. For sure, that's been a treat for me moving up here. Is like every week I play a new golf course that I haven't really played. Yeah. Um, Hawks Creek that we're playing on Sunday is a really good course. It's a little gray rocky and that it's not super long and that it, it turns both directions a lot, but it's also really cool. It's right next to um, the military airport. So you have fucking jets buzzing the tower over the top of you while you're playing, which is really cool. Nice. Yeah. How are we looking? We're getting there. <laughs> They want all of your information. Yeah, they fucking do, bro. We're getting there, though. I knew this was going to be a thing. Of course, it, it always goes smoothly when we're doing the the draft that goes two and a half hours with 11 people. But when it's just you and I powering through, it has to be feisty. Yeah, it's all good, though. We're getting there. I think we're going to be just fine in a matter of, you know, about a minute or so. Excellent. Completing your purchase. (laughs) Sorry, folks, if you're tuning in and still listening, I appreciate you. Um, I would be lying if I didn't think this was going to be a thing, but in the past, um, it's given me upgrades on the spot, so... uh, it didn't do that this time, which I thought could be the case. <laughs> but I have bought it now. Hopefully, it doesn't kick us off. I don't know if that's going to be potentially what happens. That would be a shame. But if that's the case, we'll just fire up a new one. Yeah. Um, For know, now, we're back in business. 
Yes, for now we are back in business. Um, it seems to be okay. And we're so, off and cooking. But yeah, so we were talking about Phil. Um, yeah, it's a shame to see him not there as much as the recent media shit has been going down. Um, but yeah, I would like to see Phil there being a defending champ, even if he missed the cut. Um, because it was awesome to see what happened at Kiowa last year. But yeah. uh you know, a lot of people would say that it's a little bit of a tarnishment to his legacy going to new in this live stuff. Um, but who knows? You know, no one knows what Phil's going through if he does have fucking huge fucking gambling debts and has to do something. You know, he has a family who knows what's going, going I, on. But. I think in the, the words of the great Natasha Bedingfield, the rest is still unwritten. We'll just have to kind of see where things play out for Phil and how this all happens, because it who knows, you know, 10 years from now, it could be like this never happened. It could be that they've started a new golf league and it's huge, or it could be that this was the biggest mistake he ever made. Um, and, and only time yeah, and I, and like we were talking earlier with people coming back and, you know, on their knees to the door of the house, I think Phil is one of those guys that is at least getting a cup of coffee. If he came crawling back, you know, whether yeah, he's, whether he, his ego lets him do that is one thing, but, uh, I think that it's definitely a conversation. If he wants to come back, he's got too much, too much legacy in the game, set too many records, has too many majors and too many wins to where they're not going to entertain that. For sure. They'll, they'll at least have a conversation when the time comes. So should we, uh, should we go from one old legend to another and, and talk about, a big cat that's in town in sure we can we can go into the big cat um, this will be brief i don't have a lot to say about tiger no uh, problem man i can i can talk about tiger if i need to a little bit so my expectations are are similar to what i had in augusta obviously tiger showed up at augusta um it was his first event back since the car crash and he kind of he made the cut and he he looked good um, Thursday and a little bit Friday to where people were like, oh, Tiger's kind of playing. Um, with Augusta, my thought was always make the cut. That's a win for Tiger. And by Sunday, he was not walking well. He looked like he was a ha having a hard time. So my thoughts on, on Tiger for this week are, does he look healthier than he looked at Augusta? Uh, does he look like, hey, I'm walking a little easier. The swing is still right this is doable so that he can come back and, and play in majors and a few events every year. Um, I've got no delusions of him winning here and, and doing what he did back in 07 or anything like that. But I think progress to me looks like tiger feeling healthy, making a cut and, and looking a little bit better on a Sunday than he did at Augusta. Oh, what do you think about that? Um, I think that's all fair. Um, it seems like he's been definitely putting in some, some work and some time prior to this week. He was up there last week or maybe the week before, um, just getting some reps in. Um, obviously I would imagine that the leg is feeling better than it did at Augusta. Um, he has one here in the past. It's Tiger Woods. You can never count him out of anything. Even I won't say that. Yeah. Um, so you never know. You know, he could trap lightning in a bottle and fucking do it again. You never can count him out. Um, yeah. I think, like you said, making the cut, having a decent showing would be a win. 
Um, but you know, he obviously has his eyes set. He came in early and did his prep work. Um, the one thing I worry about that with him, if I was a, a tiger fan and wanting to see him win overdoing it, I feel like he might've overdone it a little bit at Augusta playing as much as he did beforehand, just with the leg, not, not like endurance right. wise or anything like that. Yeah. Um, just walking that much, um, might've been a, a little bit of a hindrance to him. Um, a hundred percent it appears that his willpower is so strong that he'll push himself way too hard way yeah, too and, it, and it doesn't make sense to push yourself like even if you feel well at the beginning of the week when you need it on the back end on saturday saturday and sunday as much yeah. as like especially at a place like augusta where he knows it so well it's like why 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 do that you know yeah. hit some balls at the range play three holes like and very yeah. well he might have done that he might have been very regulated and monotonous with it i i don't really know it seemed like he was playing quite a bit of golf going into augusta it seems to yeah. be that way this week i know he played some holes today um so who knows we'll uh, we'll only know once we see it um like i said i, I i'll never count him count him out of anything do i yeah. think he's gonna do i think he's gonna win the tournament no i don't think he's gonna win but i you know if he's fucking top 10 coming into Sunday, you can never count him out. So, um, you, you never know. And he has, he is the guy that won here the last time, you know, there was a major here. So, and so obviously there's a little bit of, uh, you know, good feels there for him. So you, you never know. Um, of course a win from tiger woods is always good for the game of golf. It's going to bring eyeballs to the, yeah. the tournament, regardless that he's playing. Um, do I love that everything's going to be fucking all about Tiger Woods this week? Probably not. I'm not a huge fan of everything being about Tiger Woods and him being back and stuff like that. I think it, it deserves some, some time and some people's words and covering it. But when you're going to him hitting balls on the range, when there's people on the course and stuff like that, that's where I draw the line. And I think, uh, they overdo it a little bit, but you know, that's just me, not a super big tiger guy coming out but i'm right there with you i'm a huge tiger guy and you know when i was doing research for this pod everything that you look online that has anything to do with southern hills right now is either about phil or tiger and yeah. i was like god damn there's there's nothing else out there so it's because I, those names get the clicks and everything these days is about getting clicks and getting eyeballs so like I get it from that standpoint, but from, from a guy who's trying to intake golf content, not necessarily fucking tiger woods. Like I get, it makes sense for casuals and you're probably doing better business wise doing that, right. but you know, yeah, it's just if you write an article and, it, about and it's paper. mostly, it's not even golf media, like, you know, outside of like golf channel and like CBS, NBC and stuff. Those, those are the, the branches that, it upsets me when, you know, there's golf being played on the course and you're spending 10, 15 minutes of right. covering tiger and his leg on the range and him talking to Joe LaCava at his bag. And it's right. like, dude, there will Zalatoris is out on the course having a putt for birdie and we're not seeing it type of right. shit, you know? No, I, I totally agree. Uh, so I'm glad tiger's back. I'm curious to see what he does, but do I expect him to be in contention? Not at all. Um, so we'll see. There are a lot of dudes, though, 
that are being speculated as in contention this week. And I'm curious to hear about who you like this week, who you're rooting for, and who you think is going to win. Well, I'll just start with this. We, uh, we started the podcast off talking about the boy, Scotty Chef, and uh, he's, you know, said himself that Southern Hills is his favorite golf course. Isn't that insane? And he, he is the most recent major champion. He has three wins this year, one of them the Masters. And the next major venue is at his favorite golf course. Um, he's been playing debatably the best golf this year. Um, yeah. He just played the Byron Nelson, got uh, top 15, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, so his form isn't gone. That was an absolute birdie fest, like, at the Byron. Um, I don't think it's going to be a completely different test. I think it, I think just top 15 there shows, like, he can go and make birdies. Um, but he he has proven that he he does well under tough conditions and he he's he's a dog. He's gonna scrape it around if he has to, and if he's in a bad situation, he's gonna make it work too. So uh, I, like I, you said earlier, he might be the betting favorite. I don't know if he is or isn't. I think he's definitely a guy to keep your eye eye on. Um, is it likely that he's gonna win two majors back to back? No, but I mean Brooks won two in the same year. It's happened in the past. And it might happen for Scotty. I, I like I like the vibes going in for him. I mean, I know that I usually play well at courses I like. So, yeah. Yeah. When you see it well, you see it well. And, like, it's so easy to kind of buy into that fallacy of, like, oh, well, he, and maybe it is, maybe it isn't a fallacy. Like, he can't win again. He just won the last major. But, like, this but team. everyone also everyone's been thinking that the whole time with Scotty yeah. after after he won was it the waste management he after he won the waste management his first win on tour and then he goes and does the match play like yeah. no one was expecting him to win the match play and they're like nah he, I mean he just won he's not gonna win again but he did it and then he did it again at Augusta and it's like man you can't really count him out of anything like it doesn't really seem like you know any like stress or like like a a feeling of like hey i have to win yeah. is like hovering over him now like it's just like damn it's kind of like the floodgates have gates have opened and yeah. it's like oh i can win out here i won a major like let's fucking go like it it's like, like it almost big. opened him up like more comfortable wise almost a hundred percent yeah i i think would it be ridiculous for him to win this thing? Of course it would. A hundred percent. But would it surprise me? Not at all. Like it, I, I was joking with my buddies that I bet with and I was like, well, I want to pick somebody who's going to be money for this course and I want good value. But the right answer is Scotty Scheffler's winning because that's all he does is win. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he did it. Um but I don't necessarily think he's my pick for this weekend. Um, but again, the dude is playing just insane, insane golf. And uh, just just to uh, put this out there, we made our picks for who's going to win the majors at the beginning of the year. I had Scotty yeah. Scheffler at Southern Hills. I didn't even know at the time that it was his favorite course, which is just kind of crazy. I thought yeah. that like an Oklahoma course close to Texas like would suit him well. And it seems like it's going to, um, yeah. but, uh, 
Yeah, you never know. I I definitely like kind of ruled it out after you won the Masters. Like, man, I you know, winning two majors in a year is really far fetched, and I'm happy with that majors. I'm stoked for him, or that Masters rather. But uh, yeah, you never know. He could do it. It could be an unprecedented you know run he's on. Who knows? It's very possible. And frankly, like his numbers aren't. There's one other guy that's done it, and that was Tiger. Where it's like. Sometimes people do go on these crazy runs, but one thing I, I want mean, to Brooks say, has done similar. Brooks things. has done similar. You're exactly right. Um, where he's gone. Same with Jordan things. has done similar things too. Yeah. Like people have done similar stuff, but uh, you know, yeah. four wins in a year. Um, one of if if he wins this week, that'd be two majors. Like DJ has done stuff similar to that. Not majors, but like yeah. maybe like a U.S. Open and a couple other wins or something like that. But that's that's a small group of guys, man. You're getting yourself into upper echelon of fucking prestige going on there. A hundred percent. So you just mentioned somebody who I want to talk about, and uh, I think you'll be excited to talk about him. And that's the golden boy, Speed Dog. Um, He looked really, really good at Byron Nelson this week. Definitely. He had a chance to win it. He seems like he's finding his form um he has a win at rbc the heritage um which is a bit of a fluky win as much of a speed guy as i am like he didn't have his best game his putting wasn't there but he's been great td green this year um so hopefully that that stays and his putter starts you know it's it's wild that his putter is his weakness right now it's weird as a speed guy he always usually can rely on his putting being well or being good yeah. But, uh, yeah. If he can just get the putter rolling, you know, I think he, you know, I kind of go back and forth because everything I understand about this course from the, you know, brief, you know, brief stuff Some I've brief. looked up about yeah. it, um, is you got to be good off the tee that it's narrow, there's trees, and that's not necessarily Speeth's forte. He's kind of like Phil in that way. Like he kind of yeah. sprays it. He has been great TD green this year. So, you know, hopefully he can hone that in and get the putter rolling. And I think he could have a great week, but I also think it could be just not good for him. I think he could easily miss the cut as much of a speed guy as I am. I think it, I think it's a one way or the other. He misses the cut or it's a miss the cut or barely on the brink of missing the cut makes the cut and it is zero contention. Right. Or it's like he's in the mix. I don't think there's a middle ground there. Yeah. So I like Speed this weekend. I think he's got a legitimate chance. It sounds like you, as long as you have distance with your driver, that that's almost more important than accuracy at this course from what I've read. Um, And then your approach is going to be crucial. So what I understand with this redesign is that they sloped all of the greens kind of turtle shell style and everything shaved so that I mean if it if it becomes like a a up and down chipper specialist type of thing that suits well for him you know exactly Exactly. then I I want Jordan with a wedge in his hands around the greens and the way he's approaching greens right now I like his approach to where he's putting it close and he doesn't have to worry about the wedge um All that to say, it doesn't sound like strokes gained putting is going to be huge this week. Obviously, the winner of any major is putting well. Um, 
but it doesn't sound like that's the most crucial thing you can do around this place. The other thing that's really interesting is the, uh, I think it's Perry Maxwell that designed this course apparently had a huge hand in designing all of the greens at Augusta. And they also, he designed colonial here in DFW, um, as well. And okay. that's two places that Spieth and Scotty chef both are very comfortable being around. Um, so I think that'll be kind of interesting just to see if that holds true or not. Um, but when I heard that, I was like, Oh, there's some Texas boys that that'll like that quite a bit, especially. Yeah, and I mean, that's rock. part of the reason I picked chef to win it at the beginning of the year. You know, yeah. Oklahoma isn't very different than Texas turf. Um, you know, the Texas boys should be able to get it around. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, I, I, I like Spieth as long as he can keep the driver in play. That's, that's sure. kind of my caveat. I'm also kind of hopelessly rooting for Spieth as someone who will be there on Sunday. I would love to be able to say I was there Sunday when Spieth completed the career grand slam. Like that. Yeah. Would be that's it. another thing that could come into play. You know, a little bit of nerves. You know, he hasn't necessarily done well at PGA Championships when it's been for the career Grand Slam. So, yeah, that's another thing to throw in there. Yeah, that would be absolutely sick if you were there Sunday if he he got it done. It's been hard to think about that as far as handicapping of like, obviously there's nerves there, but there's also extra motivation of like, everybody wants a major but like he wants this major so bad. Um, so I like Spieth a lot. We'll see if he's able to pull it off or not. I like JT a lot as well. Um, he showed some signs this last week. He's does really well. So like going into that Spieth aside, Scheffler aside, let's go into some guys that, that you think, you know, that you, you might like this week, uh, that the venue might, suit for you uh yeah and you you mentioned jt um yeah go into that a little bit yeah jt uh, again i think everything this week is going to be can you get distance driving the ball are you good approaching greens and can you scramble um so guys like jt and rom i love obviously those are favorites everybody's gonna love those guys um we get a little bit of weather in there and those guys are able to be a little bit creative. Um, another guy that I like is Zalatoris. Uh, he played terribly last week as far as missing the cut at Byron Nelson, but he is number two behind John Rahm in strokes gained off the tee. And he's number one as far as strokes gained overall tee to green. Um, if he can figure out how to put four and five footers, I think Zalatoris is a guy that absolutely has a chance to win this thing. And I think it, he's one that it would be a, a ton of fun to see him get his first major. Yeah, that would be cool for sure. I like Zalatoris. Um, I don't like the putter he uses. Don't yeah. condone that. But uh, <laughs> I think it says a lot that I, I like a guy using that putter. So you can that's entirely that. fair. Yeah. Uh, um, I, you know, looking at the, I'm looking at the OWGR right now, just like the top players in the world. Um, just looking at this list, um, from what I know about the course, you want a guy that's going to hit fairways. Obviously, John Rom, like you had mentioned, 
you know, one of the best drivers of the golf ball out there. You can never yeah. count him out. Morikawa as well. Always got to count him in the mix. Yeah. Um, Cam Smith, not a lot of people talking about him. Um, one of the players this year has is an absolute menace on the golf course. It seems like he can kind of get in the mix on any golf course. Um, so I don't know. It, it's interesting. There's also the whole Ryder cup duo of Cantlay and Xander Shoffley. Xander shot a 61 on Sunday at the Byron this week. Um, you and I have a little bet with Xander. Um, you said he's going to win a major this year. I said he wasn't going to, um, that's a guy that you you know I could see doing pretty well this week. Um, is to he going to win? I don't know, but uh, you know he's a very consistent golfer. He hasn't really shown, except at the Masters, really shown that he can you know get in the mix at majors. Um, he hasn't hit you know from what people expect from him. I don't think he's you know really lived up to that yet. Just yeah. his overall career, I think he's done well for himself, but as highly regarded as he is amongst golf hardos. Right. Um, I don't think he's really lived up to that. No question. Uh, he's, he's underperformed when it comes to my other. So I think he's got a top five uh, for sure. In the U S open, he finished second. And I think the PGA, he finished top five as well. Um, he's kind of the king of not getting it done, but just hitting the hell out of the golf ball on his way to a top five. Um, I think he's showing really good form right now. Like you said, a 61 this week, he obviously won when him and his buddy Cantlay were playing together in the Zurich and the partner event. Um, so I think he'll be fun to watch. He, he hasn't fully had it, but watching him shoot that 61, it kind of seemed like he found something. So it'll be really exciting to see if, if this is an opportunity for Xander to get it done. Yeah, uh, and then the, the other guy in that duo, Cantlay, um, another guy that just really hasn't shown up at majors or hasn't really gotten in the mix per se. Like, I'm sure he's had some good finishes, but like, so he know, lost I can really him. remember back. Maybe he might be in the mix in one in one Masters, maybe recently or something like that. But possibly, I don't know. He obviously had his run. I feel like the DJ uh, one where DJ one, I feel like Cantley was a little bit, in might the mix, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, obviously this year he had the playoff loss to Scotty chef at waste management where watching that before the super bowl, you thought this dude's cold. He's patty ice, ice cold. You're like, he's going to win this thing. There's no I way. I think chef he got in another playoff and I was talking to you and kid like, I don't think this dude's Patty Ice. Like, I don't know what that name came from. Yeah. Well, was that not the waste management? Yeah. Was... I think, well, it was that. And I think he got another one this year. And I could be wrong. Like, I, I should know this, but I, I'm pretty sure. And it might have been with Chef. I don't know. I'm trying to think if Chef. Chef certainly doesn't have. He wasn't at match play. Like, he, he wasn't against chef, uh, chef at match play. So, yeah, no. that doesn't make sense. But he. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. But I hear what you're saying. He definitely he he hasn't had that that clutch vein that we thought he had when he went against Bryson in the Yeah, fight. it was a preemptive nickname call. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, I get it. I agree. I'm good with that. Um, but no, I think Xander has a real chance this weekend. And Patty Ice, I mean, again, Cantley's a good golfer. If he shows up and does well in this thing, I'm not gonna be surprised. Um, it was at the heritage against Spieth. Oh. They went into a playoff. 
Yeah, and Spieth chipped in. Yep. Yeah. That's what it was. He that didn't chip sense. in. He chipped it close. Chipped it just, yeah, out of the bunker. And Cantlay had that terrible plug lie for that. Yeah. One. But he also got to watch Spieth come short, too. So, yeah. like, I don't really have sympathy for it. For sure. But, yeah, the guy isn't ice cold veins. It's not Patty Ice. The, unless, he, you know, show me different. Show me different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it. Do it in a major. You beat Bryson in a playoff, and all of a sudden you're Patty Ice. Shut up. Yeah. I, I hear you. I, I don't disagree. Um, another big name that I'm curious about that we haven't touched on yet is Brooks. What do you think about Brooks this week? You know, the guys in my wolf pack, I'm a Brooks guy. I like Brooks. Um, you know, his personality and antics with Bryson and just all that aside, I really love watching him play golf, especially when he's playing while he fucking strikes the fuck out of the ball. Um, and it, of course, I think any, any major venue Brooks has the ability to do well. And I think he's shown that over the years. I mean, it's a matter of like, if he comes ready to play, if he's not injured, there's so many things that goes into it with Brooks. Like, you know, when I, when I was adding the boy chef to my wolf pack, it was between Brooks and Matthew Wolf getting the, the boot yeah. out. And, uh, I decided to stay with Brooks. Brooks hung in there. Um, but with that being said, I, you know, he he's on he's potentially on the way out, you know. But yeah, I I like the guy. I think he has, you know, when he's playing well, he's one of the best golfers in the world. I think you can play at any venue. It's a matter of if he's showing up to win that golf tournament tournament or not, and if he's running on all cylinders. A hundred percent. I think he's uh He's a world-class golfer when he wants to be, and it's just a matter of if he's keyed in. I know he was hurt earlier in the year. I also know he opened it like 45 to 1 and has been bet way down. Everybody saw all that value, and he's come way down to where he's not even a great value anymore. I think he's at like 20. And the whole injury thing with Brooks, and it feels like it's been 18 months, two years of this. It's like at some point it's like, when when do you say it's like man you've tried to come back too early and just rehab correctly and get healthy right like uh i get you want to play the majors and add to your legacy and become one of the best major champions to date yeah but uh sometimes you gotta you gotta you gotta let the body heal man you gotta let the body heal and you gotta take take some on the chin like hey man maybe i can't play this masters or this pga or whatever but yeah, well, um, golf's the long game. Like, there are plenty of major. The thing stuff. is, with like Brooks and Jordan, and JT, all these guys have made enough money to where it doesn't really matter. So it's like, dude, make sure your body's good to go add to your legacy. That's exactly. the more important thing at this point. Like, you guys are living in mansions, flying private jets around the country. Like, you're not struggling. Like, yeah as far as money goes or lifestyle goes like, yeah. so make sure your body's good to go and compete at the best level. So I, that's my yeah. perspective on it, but a hundred percent. And I get it as a competitor. Like if you tell me the PGA is in a month and my wrist doesn't feel good, I'm going to say, I'll find a way to get there. Um, Cause that's the other thing. Like you don't become one of the best golfers in the world without being, they don't, a and they don't want to let the opportunity go to waste. Right. Exactly. They're like, I think I have the game to go out there and maybe I, maybe I can make it happen. And sometimes that little bit of 
hope is enough to make you go out and play, but maybe yeah. that's not the best call all it's the just time. A little but, bit too much push. Yeah. Instead of being patient, but you know, that those are choices he has to make. Right. So, you know, maybe, exactly. maybe to him, as long as he thinks that's the right move, I think that's all that matters. But in my perspective, like, should he have gone and played that masters where he couldn't even bend over to look at a putt correctly? Probably not, but right. You know, is that sacrificing his body to where he's still trying to heal from those injuries still? Like, I don't know, but it could very well be the case and he could have gotten over that. I, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I totally agree with you. And I think all of that is to say if Brooks wins this thing, I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> Again, I feel like that's kind of my overall theme with this weekend is that all the big dogs are in the mix. Um, Rory is another one who I'm not counting on him at all. But again, this is a golf course where if you can drive the golf ball well and you can hit greens, you got a shot. Um, so a guy, shout out to the No Laying Out podcast that they brought up um, about in the uh, Byron Nelson recap they did is Hideki, kind of a underlying, under the radar kind of guy. He played really good at the Byron. Um, obviously, the guy can strike the hell out of the ball. It's a matter of if the putter you know, cooperates with him. Um, you know, he's fucking the 11th golfer in the world right now. He won the masters the year before Scotty did this year. Um, he obviously can get it done. Um, I think this venue would work well for him. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a guy at the top of the world rankings that I think, you know, obviously a lot of people aren't thinking about, but people like NLU and stuff are talking about, but so I think I've heard three podcasts now where <laughs> they have said Hideki is undervalued. I think he opened in that like 45 to one when NLU brought it up and yeah. he's, he's down to like 28 now. <laughs> like I think the yeah. golf world has caught on, but similar to that, I looked at uh, strokes gained Tina green approach and strokes gained around the green and Hideki was one of the three guys on that list that was in the top 10 in all three of those categories. Who were uh, the other two? The other two were JT and, uh, Zalatoris. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then Joaquin Neiman was the, uh, honorable mention that was two out of the three. Okay. So kind of interesting to think about, but I think Hideki absolutely could show up and do it, especially if it's playing a little softer. Um, if we remember when he won the masters, it was rain delay and it was soft and he went yeah. annihilated that course. Yeah, that's true. What a, so, you know, there we've talked a bit about some favorites and some guys higher up on the world ranking what are what is there any guys that you're you're you know you know might have some hopes of them winning or getting in contention that might not be yeah maybe maybe not necessarily a dark horse like super low on the betting things but a guy that you would like to see win that might not have the uh highest odds of winning type of situation yeah for sure um, so I looked at that question in a, a couple ways. 
Um, the first one that popped in my mind was one of the guys in my wolf pack, Gary Woodland. He actually did pretty well in the strokes gain category in those three categories that I looked at. Um, he has not had a great year, but he drives the golf ball well. And, and I, think, I think he's kind of coming a little bit back into form from what I remember. There. And it, it would just be a, I would love to see him do it. Um, and like you said, he's training the right direction, but he, he drives the ball well enough and has enough distance that if things work out right, he could do it. Um, and then obviously the homie Max Homa is one that you're pulling for. That's a guy uh, that I was going to mention. Uh, you know, he's, he's a ball striker, you know, he's everyone's, you know, he seems to have, buddy. yeah, he seems to have everyone on his side. I don't think there would be a person out there that wouldn't be stoked. If Max Homa got himself a major championship. He won recently, maybe two weeks ago or so um, at Wells Fargo um, playing he's some good golf this year, which is good for this course he's absolutely on that list hundred percent. Who else do you have in your kind of guys you're pulling for? Um, so Homa was one of them for me. Um, another guy I was kind of looking at would be Sam Burns, uh, yeah. uh, you know, Louisiana LSU boy. Um, not necessarily the same turf as Texas or Oklahoma, but I feel like, you know, he has the game to compete at a major venue. Um, he hasn't necessarily had the best finishes recently, but uh, I, I definitely think he has the game to make something happen. Um, yeah. He's been in the mix all year this year. It's been crazy. So I 100% agree with that. Yeah, so that would be cool to see. Um, another guy that I was thinking about besides Homa would be I know it might sound a little biased because he's on my team, but Taylor Gooch, um, another really good ball striker, um, has a win on tour, um, was playing some really good golf around then hasn't necessarily been playing great as of lately, but, uh, I think he has the game to get something going at least to get in contention, but I don't know. Uh, besides that, um, I don't know. So I would I would say someone like Daniel Berger, but he hasn't really been playing good golf lately. But he popped up on two out of the three categories on my list as well, and I was like, "There's he's just not been informed." The other one that's really interesting is Cameron Young. Have you watched? Have you seen much about him this year? Yeah, I mean, he fucking hits the shit out of the ball. Like he really gets it out there, and he's got a couple backdoor top three finishes. I mean, like. The thing is with him for me, like he hasn't gotten the, he hasn't, he's had a lot of opportunities this year to try to get the job done. And he hasn't done that on a regular PGA tour win level. And just that, if he is in contention come the weekend, like, I think that'll just go to him. I, I totally, I agree. I, but it sounds like driving distance is a major factor at this course with the way these greens are shaped if he's got wedges in where guys have seven or eight iron in, he could have a a chance. So he's one that I'm keeping an eye on. I'm not optimistic, but I think there's a chance that that could be a really fun storyline. Yeah, I I agree. It'd be interesting for sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of, we kind of ran through the old uh, 
jot list of uh, questions. Uh, one thing I, you know, kind of wanted to go into if you're down is uh, just a little bit of, uh, you know, our, our golf fantasy league. Um, it's the second major there's team matchups. Um, kid, as we said at the beginning is, uh, he's actually out of the country in different time zones right now. So we haven't had an update for the Byron Nelson, but going off of last week, if there wasn't too much fluctuation, um, it would be the ramen cokes versus the bitch tit bandits who are steadily in last place and seem to be staying there <laughs> holding it down but uh i i just want to kind of go through the list of the the teams and yeah, how how we good. think we're gonna they're gonna you know do this week but uh the, yeah the ramen cokes of course top it up with the boy john rom abe answer sung jm shane lowry homa who we mentioned and your and the boy woodland so, so it seems like you think you know, they should be doing pretty well this week. Yeah. And I also actually told my buddies, I want to put money on Lowry this week as well. So he seems to be showing up, you know? He's, yeah. I'm glad that we brought that up. Cause I think he's one to definitely watch out for. He plays well in majors. Um, he's hitting the ball. Well, I think Lowry's one to watch out for. So yeah, ramen cokes all the way. That's a, a no doubter. Well, let's just uh, give a little bit of uh context to uh the bitch ship bandits team which is bryson dechambeau which i don't even know if he's playing or not i know he had wrist surgery um obviously probably isn't in the best form he might come out and do really well he has the distance to do well here um a guy i wouldn't count out at any venue if he gets going especially with his distance he can do really well Tony Finau, who hasn't had the best year, but, uh, you know, he could always turn it on. Uh, Patrick Reed, who, you know, seems to be having an awful year this year. Um, But you never know with him. Has a really good short game, debatably one of the best on tour, which if the greens are shaved down and stuff might come into play. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, um, who I think is a dark horse. Definitely. Uh, generally shows up in hard conditions. If it is windy and cold, it could play to his favor. No question. Um, Cam Davis, which is kind of just, I don't even know if he's in the field. Um, and then Cam Champ, who I would imagine is in the field, but uh, has has the distance, but uh, I don't think a short game is that great, but you never know. Yeah, but he, if I had to put money on it, I think the ramen Cokes would get it done. Yeah, totally agree. Um, the next one. Number two seed is myself, uh, Dave's Dreamy Dudes. I've got the boy Hovland, Scheffler, Corey Connors, Taylor Gooch, Denny McCarthy, and Keegan Bradley, who is a recent addition to my team. Yeah. And if all things stay the same, which is a it, – it'd be a real bummer, but I'd be going up against <laughs> my lady, <laughs> the wow. Haley's wow. Handicap Hunks, uh, who has Daniel Berger, Paul Casey, Russell Henley, Sergio – Brian Harmon and Patton Kazire. Um, if that stays how it is, I have confidence my team will pull through for me, but uh, you never know. I don't hate Russell Henley this week. I uh, mean, he's, 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 I'm looking at the strokes gain data golf right now, and Henley is well within the top 20. Yeah. So he's up there. So that, but that's, uh, that's probably her, her last resort unfortunately in that that duel yep 
as much as I would like to build a case for her, I think I would be the <laughs> better one. Um, you don't need to. So, so moving past that, um, we have Ando's squad, which would be going up against uh, the Mossbacks, Jimmy. Um, Ando's squad has JT, who we mentioned earlier, um, who obviously kind of has a chance at any venue. Cam yeah. Smith, who I mentioned is no one's really talking about, won the players this year, could definitely compete. Tommy Fleetwood, which nobody's talking about, hasn't had the best form, is, yeah. you know, really trying to, I think, getting as many get starts as he can yeah. on tour this year to keep his card. Kisner, who, you know. He's Kiz. He's Kiz. The Leash. For 18th. Leashman. Um, you never know. And then Ryan Palmer, who I don't really give too much credit to. It will and this then, week, but who cares? Yeah. Uh, at a birdie fest in yeah. Texas. Yeah. It is um, arguably his home course. Yeah. He lives like 45 minutes away. Um, and then Jimmy's squad has uh, DJ Zalatoris Mickelson, who's not playing. Yeah. Um, Rose yeah. Poulter, Kokrak. So Rose, he's got Kokrak, he's got Kokrak, Poulter, Rose, Mickelson, who are all subject to going to the Saudi League. Hell yeah. <laughs> we should call him Live Golf from here on out. Seriously. Kokrak is another kind of dark horse. Uh, he's done well in Texas yeah. tournaments. He hits it long and he's got a really good approach game. And like you said, he's uh, he's running out of events to compete in before he goes to the Saudi League. So I think that's a pretty good matchup right there. Yeah. I mean, DJ, you can't count him out. He hasn't had the best form lately, but uh, recently married. Uh, maybe he's going to come in and win himself a major. Who fucking yeah. knows? And Zalatoris, you spoke on Zalatoris earlier. Yeah. Um, just those two names. Rose could play well in a major. Who who knows? He, he's, he has game, has yeah. shown glimmers, glimmers of it in certain days on tournaments um i don't really give any semblance to poulter i don't even know if he's playing or not um no. but yeah i i think that'll be an interesting matchup um but with way. ando having jt cameron smith um i think those two guys are going to do well so yeah. we'll we'll see how that plays out yeah i could see one of them winning and one of them being in a top five and that matchup's a blowout yeah uh, but we'll see um, after that, we have and or we have Mitchell Palooza up against we have Mitchell Palooza up against Kid, the boy who is out of town right now. Um, Mitch has Patrick Cantley, the Oost, Terrell Hatton, Seamus Power, Seb Straka, and Harold Varner. And Kid obviously has not obviously, but he has McElroy, Kepka, Neiman. Uh, Maverick McNeely, Cameron Young, and the one Tiger Woods. Um, I feel like Kid has the advantage in this matchup, but uh, you never know. Um, I love Kid's squad. I feel like Kid definitely has the advantage there. Yeah, I mean, he has McRoy and Kepka, two major winners, both with several in their bag. Um, have the game to win, Suited and he has Neiman. Course. Maverick, who could potentially play really well, you never know. 
played and great then, last uh, year. Of course, Tiger Woods, who you can never count out. And then Cameron Young is kind of the only guy that's like, eh, who knows what he's going to do. But right. compared to Mitch, who has Cantley, who, uh, you know, of course, could play well. You never know. Oost, who has shown promise in majors in the past. King um, the not necessarily team. this year. Hasn't really shown any form. Hatton, who... I don't know. I don't really see him doing well this week. He could, you know, make the cut, might might do something. Seamus Powers, I don't really see him as a major go-getter. And then Seb Straka, pretty much from with Seamus Power, Seb Straka, and Harold Varner, I don't really see them really doing much for Mitch. So yeah, I agree. I, I like Kid in that matchup 100%. Yeah. So after that one, we've got the boy Kling and Ryan heads yeah. up. Uh, it should be noted that we faced off in the last major and he thumped me like um, Xander missed the cut. Well, it was bad. It, needless to say, I well, lost. Like, Let me just run through the teams real quick. Yeah. Clint Scott, Morikawa, Sam Burns, who I spoke on. Yep. Hideki, who we spoke on. Yep. Trangali. Zutenhout and Matthew Wolf. Mm-hmm. And then Ryan has Xander, Spieth, Porschel, Adam Scott, Siwoo Kim, and Hoagie. Um, it should be a good matchup. We've spoken on several of Clint's guys, Morikawa, Burns, Hideki. Uh, I think we all we we said they all have a pretty decent shot of doing well this week. Um, as far as Trangali, Bazutenhout, and Wolf go, um, I don't really see Trangali or Christian doing well. Wolf, you never know. He's kind of a wild card. If yeah. he hones in, like, I'm just having fun, I'm going to play golf. You know, he's shown at that U.S. Open at Wingfoot that he can go compete and yeah. at the PGA Championship at Harding Park. So right. he can compete at majors. It's a matter of if he has feels like his game's there, if he's having fun. Uh, you never know. As far as your go- team goes, we spoke a little bit about Xander Spieth. Of course, we mentioned him. Yeah. Both those guys could have good weeks. Horschel, Scott, Kim, and Hoagie. Um, Horschel has been playing pretty good over the last 18 months to two years. Um, you never know. Uh, Scott is a former major champion. It's whether if he, he can kind of get his game going. He's obviously a ball striker's ball striker. Um, it's, I think a lot of the, a lot of the time it's the putter for him. He uses a broomstick. So who fucking knows with that? Um, Siwoo Kim players champion. Um, I think it would be kind of wild if he did well this week. It's not really a name that sticks out to me, but you never know. Tom Hoagie. Yeah. If he makes a cut, I think that would be a success for him. He's been um, playing sneaky good golf, man. I, I like him as a backdoor top 20 kind of guy. Yeah, uh, which is totally, I think, is the uh, higher end of what you can hope for him. You for know? sure. For sure. But definitely has the potential to do, to do that. Yeah. But, yeah, that was kind of a run through uh, the teams on the Fantasy League. Uh, you know, I think it should be some good matchups. Hopefully it's kind of similar to what I said. We never know with how the Byron uh, – scores pan out but uh yeah man you got any last uh little tidbits or words you want to get in about this week or oh man i'm uh i'm excited to finally get to go watch 
some PGA golf. Actually, I'm going back to back weeks. I'm going to be here on Sunday and then next Friday I'll be at Colonial. Um, oh, so nice. We, we're we're having some, some boots on the ground at two tournaments in a row. Yeah, exactly. So excited to see it. Excited to talk about it. I think it's going to be a ton of fun and uh, it's going to be Ranger Cup time before we know it. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, you guys, anyone who's still listening can look forward to if you do look forward to it. Uh, we should have some uh, team picking for the Ranger Cups and uh, captain's announcements. Brian likely being one of the captains and Clint, who has uh, been a staple in these out of the rough golf podcasts over the years, uh, is likely going to be the other captain. Um, it's a little bit of our own Ryder Cup type of tournament, which we all really thoroughly enjoy but uh yeah that should be coming in the future and hopefully we can get a uh, kid back in on some uh some action post pga championship some pga wrap-up yeah hopefully we can do that uh because we didn't give you guys the uh, masters recap but uh yeah hopefully everyone enjoyed this ryan it was a pleasure glad to know that you and i can hold a uh decent conversation just the two of us for this but uh <laughs> yeah it was fun man it was a blast, man. Talk to you Thanks. later. Thanks for listening, peeps. Adios.